it's time for another episode of Spies, Lies, and Private Eyes. Here's your host, Terrence McCauley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Spies, Lies, and Private Eyes, right here on the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. My guest today is Connor Sullivan. He attended the University of Southern California, where he received the Edward W. Moses Award for Creative Writing. Author of the acclaimed Sleeping Bear, his latest thriller, Wolf Trap, is on sale now, published by Atria. Welcome, Connor. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem at all. Why don't you tell us about your latest work? I know your first one received a lot of acclaim and uh, people are interested about uh, Wolf Trap. Yeah, for sure. So my new book, Wolf Trap, which comes out March 14th next week, is about a ground branch operator. Uh, Ground branch is essentially the CIA's paramilitary group. Um, There's about 300 individuals who uh, work within ground branch operating, um, not support staff. And my book is about a massive conspiracy going on at the highest echelons of the American government and a ground branch operator who kind of gets thrust into that conspiracy to kind of thwart everything. So that's kind of, and it's, I would say it's more like Vince Flynn-esque than I would say my last book, Sleeping Bear. Right. Yeah. Why don't you talk a little bit about Sleeping Bear? Because you've got two great acclaimed novels that have just uh, come out. And I want to make sure that people understand what happened with uh, Sleeping Bear and how your experience led you to write Wolf Trap. Yeah, for sure. So Sleeping Bear, um, uh, that's my debut novel that came out in the summer of 2021. And that book is, I would say it's kind of genre bending. Um, when I wrote it, I didn't really expect it to ever be published. So I kind of used the the trope of, you know, woman goes missing in the woods thriller. And then I it turns into this big kind of geopolitical spy thriller. Um, yeah. And, you know, that book's gotten a lot of success. I'm very fortunate, very lucky for that. Um, But I would say that Wolf Trap was the book that I've always kind of wanted to write. I grew up reading Vince Flynn, Brad Thor, and, you know, I just wanted to kind of put my my spin on it um, in 2023. So that's what I did. And hopefully I accomplished that. Uh, I think that uh, based on all of the early reviews, you certainly have done that. What was the experience like about when you wrote Sleeping Bear as opposed to Wolf Trap? Wolf Trap being your second book. Sleeping Bear being the first. Yeah, so uh, it took me five years to write Sleeping Bear. And mostly I was just teaching myself how to write as I was writing it. It was the first book I ever took a stab at. Um, So yeah, that took five years. Uh, I probably wrote 20 drafts of it. I finally got Mm -hmm. it to a point where, you know, I could, you know, show it to someone four four or five years later. Um, I was lucky enough to get a publishing deal with Atria, Emily Bessler Books. Um, Emily was the one who discovered Vince Flynn, Brad Thor, Jack Carr. Um, so I'm, again, very lucky to be in that in that uh, ball camp. But, you know, as it as it is with publishing, you know, they always say you have your whole life to write your first book and you got one year to write your second. So right. I was contractually obligated to write, you know, sleep uh, Wolf Trap in 12 months. And I would say it was the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. Not just, I mean, the scope of the book is huge. It's very complex. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of characters. Uh, So I would definitely say, you know, my belief systems were tested while I was writing Wolf Trap, but I did pull it (laughs) up. Well, and it's interesting that both of them are uh, standalone thrillers at this point, right? 
And I was wondering, since a lot of the other authors you mentioned have successful series, do you envision yourself ever tackling a series with one of these characters in each of the books or a completely new character in future work? Yeah, so I am writing the sequel right now to Wolf Trap. Uh, yep, I just signed another two book deal with Emily Bessler Books. So I'm about halfway done with the sequel right now. And then I am going to probably write a third one right after that. So I'll write them as long as people are buying them. Right, right. Exactly right. If they're still paying, you're still writing. So that's the uh, that's the important thing there. Um, you when you graduated from University of Southern California, um, I was wondering what led you to write thrillers as opposed to any other genre. Yeah, so uh, I entered college later. Um, I was 21 when I went to college, went to University of Southern California to study film and writing. Um, at that time, I just wanted to be a storyteller. I didn't know what medium I wanted to go into. Um, mm -hmm. if you asked me that while I was in college, I definitely would say screenwriting and film. Um, I worked at Warner Brothers for a couple of years, realized that, you know, being spending my whole life in Montana and living in Los Angeles was kind of a culture shock for me. I didn't mm -hmm. I don't think it was a very good fit. Um, and it was around that time that, you know, I was like I was you know, I'd written a couple of screenplays and I was like, you know, what, I'm going to take my stab at at writing books. Um, and then, you know, I kind of had to have that honest conversation with myself. Well, what kind of books do you want to write? And right. And, you know, I, I had to think back to, you know, what what was the genre that excited me so much that, you know, made me want to be a writer in the first place? And that was, you know, these kind of spy political thrillers. You know, I read a lot of Daniel Silva, ton of Vince Flynn. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know, let's 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 see where that genre is these days. So I, you know, at around 2015, I really dove back into, you know, what the genre has been producing and then. Then again, you know, just took my took my stab at it, and five years later, the Sleeping Bear was published. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's it's funny how sometimes we uh, people who aren't writers think we find the genre, but often the genre we write in finds us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely been the case with me. Um, I was wondering also, you said that the Vince Flynn and Jack R and several other authors were inspiring uh, forces for you. I was wondering if were there were any movies that you also would call out that a lot of people in the thriller genre that influenced you that people might not know about? Yeah. So um, when I was working in, when I was working at Warner Brothers, I was a script reader and mm. basically I was reading a couple, probably three scripts a day um, and then providing coverage for them. And coverage is just kind of a synopsis that the producer reads um, about the script because nobody reads in Hollywood. They just kind of, it's all word of mouth. And, you know, one person likes this, then, you know, maybe this person will like it as well. So I read thousands of scripts over a couple of years. And this one script that I got in front of me, um, it was called Comancheria. And I remember I opened it, read the first page, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, 45 minutes have flown by and I'm, I'm just blown through this script. I was blown away by it. I stood up. I didn't even write coverage. I walked right into my boss's room and I said, this is going to win an Academy Award. Um, and he looked at it and he goes, well, it's already been, it's already been optioned. Um, they're actually going into pre-production now. But I looked down at the, at the, uh, the writer's name and he was an unknown. Mm -hmm. And that 
that script went on to be retitled Hell or High Water, which was nominated for an Academy Award. Taylor Sheridan, oh, yeah. he's you know, he's the biggest you know guy in Hollywood right now. But that was right. probably back in 2014. Um, and you know, it was I learned so much from that script and all of Taylor Sheridan's, especially his earlier work. Um, so and it's kind of in the genre there. So I, I love I love his stuff. Right. Yeah. He has a very unique way of telling a story, both um, in words, but also on the screen and using scenery to advance the narrative, which is always uh, entertaining to see. Um, before, what was your style like before you started um, reading scripts and how did your experience as a script reader help you with the two thrillers that you've got out now? Yeah. So I always say that that those years of being at Warner Brothers in a small room reading thousands of scripts was actually my real school. I did go to film school. I went to, you know, creative writing school. I did learn stuff there, but I would say that my, you know, if I were to look back on my schooling, it was pretty much self-taught in that room reading scripts because, you know, you can read a script in about an hour, an hour and a half, right? It takes multiple, multiple hours to read a book, right? Right. So, I was, I was just getting inundated with story and I was able to, I was able to see what works, what doesn't work, why it doesn't work. And, you know, you read a thousand of these, your brain starts to pick up on patterns, right? So you go, okay, right. well, or, you know, it, or it just sees the same thing over again. That's just not working, not working. And then all of a sudden a writer will do something different and blow you away, you know, hence the, you know, the Comancheria hell or high water script. Um, so by doing that, you know, I was able to see story in its raw form, which is a screenplay. And right. I then was able to convert that into my novel writing. And, you know, people, especially people who have read Sleeping Bear, I always get the same note. And it's like, it's, it's always the same. It's just, it was like, I can see the movie in my head, like the book read like a movie, I could see everything visually. And I, and I attribute it, I attribute that to all the screenplays that I've read. Yeah, I would imagine so. I'm always curious about the influence that writers have from other media, not just literature, but also from mm -hmm. screenwriting. And, and I would imagine that that, uh, that kind of experience is reflected in the way you tell your story, just like um, people can see the, um, the scenes happening in front of them like it's a movie, but I would imagine also that that plays into your description of characters and place as well. It's a, probably a terse style. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was wondering about, you do write in thrillers, but I'm always curious that, if, is there another genre that you could envision yourself taking a stab at, like a crime thriller or a horror uh, tale or something along those lines? Yeah, uh, for sure. I would love to write, uh, you know, crime, crime novels. Um, you know, I haven't studied them as much as the thriller genre, mm -hmm. but I am starting to, I am starting to really, you know, look at them seriously now. And, you know, I think, you know, one day pretty soon in the future, I will take a stab at it. I, you know, I loved when I was growing up, I loved reading Dennis Lehane. Mm -hmm. uh, Mystic River is one of my favorite books. Gone Baby Gone, you know, that guy, Shutter Island. I mean, he he was, in my opinion, he's probably the best. Um, and you know, I wish he would, I wish he was still 
writing them right now, but he's gone into TV a little bit more. Um, He has a show, he has a show called Blackbird on Apple TV. That's fantastic. Yes, I saw that one. Wasn't that a great yeah, show? A lot of great. actors, their their chops uh, yeah. in that one. I really enjoy that. Yeah. You know, so I really want, you know, I have an idea for a book that takes place in my hometown where I live in Bozeman, Montana. Um, but again, you know, that now there's 10 TV shows about my town and, you know, it's kind of getting like a little saturated right now. So maybe I'll wait. Um but yeah, I do have a, I have a very big multi-generational crime novel in me, I think, but I guess Excellent. yeah. Yeah, it was, um, I could see that because I just interviewed Stephen Hunter for, uh, for this podcast and he has uh, multi-generational uh, novels in his repertoire as well. And it's funny that you mentioned, um, that you mentioned Taylor Sheridan because when I read Sleeping Bear, I could almost see his influence in that. So that's yeah, yeah. your style of doing things. And if, uh, you know, if you're gonna be influenced by anybody, he's certainly the, a good choice to pick. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's very talented. Um, so you're, are you going to be going on tour to promote Wolf Trap or are, uh, what, what are the plans for publicity? Yeah, so I'm doing uh, I'm doing some podcasts. Uh, I think you are the first one officially, so that's cool. exciting. Yeah, and then I'll be going down to Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, mm-hmm. for the launch uh, at the Poison Pen with Barbara Peters, and okay. then I'll be doing uh, mostly virtual, which is kind of nice because I'm in the middle of writing my next book. Um, right. Yeah, and I'm doing I'm doing a big event in my hometown on March 30th at the oh. Country Bookshelf. So that'll be, that'll be fun. That'll be great. Wow. I mean, yeah, I was wondering, since you've got both, you've got two books out now um, and, and people are very vocal when it comes to their thrillers and giving feedback. What's some of the most useful feedback you've gotten from your audience? I think the, I don't know about useful, but I would say that the, the most flattering feedback I can get as a writer is you know, people can say, well, the, the story was outlandish or whatever, but the writing was really good. And so, you know, if, if, if people have a problem with the plot, that's fine for me. I mean, it was my first book, whatever, but like, you know, when people do say, you know, I really like the writing, that's to me, that's the, that's the biggest compliment because, you know, I can, it, it just, it gives me confidence that I can go and, you know, write, or continue to grow as a writer and get better. Right. And so you definitely seem to be on an upward trajectory if the uh, advanced praise for Wolf Trap is, uh, is any indication of it. So how can people follow you on social media uh, throughout whatever's happening in your career? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter. It's Connor or C. Sullivan Books. Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, Connor Sullivan Author. And then on Facebook, Connor Sullivan. Fantastic. Well, you're definitely going to have a lot of uh, things happening this year and uh, coming up, I'm sure, in what's promising to be a very long career in the future. Well, thank you. Oh, no problem at all. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. This has been another edition of Spies, Lies, and Private Eyes right here on the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. And don't forget to check out Best Thriller Books for the best reviews 
and the best giveaways in the business. That's bestsellerbooks.com. Thank you, everybody. See you next time. You have been listening to Spies, Lies, and Private Eyes with host Terrence McCauley on Authors on the Air Global Radio Network.